Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. Inspirational Living Podcast is a weekly show that inspires and motivates you to live an emotionally and spiritually balanced life. Join us tonight as we begin a new series based on Carl Jung's archetype. So this week, we will be discussing what an archetype is and then focus on the archetype of the hero. We're going to discuss a little bit about what it is, what it means, how it can affect your daily life and your relationships and work. And then Marianne and I will also delve into how the hero can motivate us or even challenge us. So go ahead and grab yourself a cup of tea or something good as we begin the show on the archetype of the hero. Well, good morning, everyone, or perhaps good evening, depending on what time of day you're tuning into our show. Uh, Today we wanted to introduce you to another sort of series that we're going to do uh, where we're going to be covering um, the philosophy of the great Carl Jung and his concept of the archetype. And in each show we're going to focus on a different archetype and see how it can show up in our lives and how we may be embodying that archetype, what that the characteristics of this archetype may be, the good qualities, the shadow side, and then um, we're also going to go into the kind of how it can motivate us or demotivate us as it may be. But um, we hope to be able to go through the entire wheel of the 12 archetypes and in the process give you guys some clear information Uh, from each one of them as we delve into them one at a time. So this is going to be a really informative show, and Marianne and I have done lots of research, and now we're ready to kind of get into the archetype of the day, uh, which is the hero. So before we get into that and and before we get into what the hero is, we wanted to give you a bit of background information about what an archetype is, in case you hear me saying this term over and over again and you're like, what is she on about? So the term of the archetype comes from the Greek word, and I hope I'm saying this right, archin? Is that right, Marianne? What, how would you say that? Archin? Well, I'm not sure about the Greek. But <laughs> <archin>? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm sorry if I'm, I'm mispronouncing that, um, but it means the original or old. And typos, which means pattern or model, right? So if you put it together, it sort of means the original pattern. And the Swiss uh, psychologist Carl Jung believed that there were 12 main archetypes that reside in our human mind and deep in our unconscious mind and even in the collective unconscious of the world. And he believed that we adopt several different archetypes throughout our life to play a role Uh, in our life story or even in the different stories that we play out. And sometimes we could even have a certain archetype pop up in and play, you know, supporting roles. But 
Jung believed that we have one main archetype at play in our life at one time that drives our personality and our emotions and our motivations. So um, shall we just get into what the archetypes are and, and what it's all about? Um, and I think I'm just going to explain it to you. I know it's going to sound a bit confusing, but just bear with me as we get into the nitty-gritty of it all. Um, so many feel that um, by knowing what an archetype is, it can be really helpful to us as we try to understand the motivations that we have in our own life and also the motivations that others may be having in their lives. And we can use this information to help us, you know, with our family relationships, with our own personal self-realization, with uh, self-discovery, or even like our career choices. And, you know, in fact, businesses use this information a lot when they target clients and customers. So it's not just all this like woo-woo stuff that, <laughs> that we're going to be talking about. I mean, it's really something that uh, we find it can be interesting, can be touched on in all different aspects of our life. So um, as um, I was doing the research for tonight's show, I came across a little bit of information from a site called The Story Well, and it describes how Jung compared archetypes to that of a crystal. So Jung made a, this is what the site says, Jung made a metaphorical comparison with a crystal structure to explain archetypes. He says that each drop of water, for example, has the potential within it to form a six-sided crystal or a snowflake. But that potential is only manifest in visible form under certain conditions. And when it is manifest, each snowflake will be unique, although they all share a common structure. So we can view archetypes as the crystalline structure in the human psyche. And when the conditions are right, the archetypal images and symbols and patterns will manifest in a person's mind, emotions, behaviors, relationships, and even in different events of their life. So that was taken from that website. Wow. And um, if I can just say, I mean, because I'm just trying to picture what you were just explaining and all that, I really like that metaphor that young use there, you know, as a visual image for for how we are, I think, changeable depending on our conditions or circumstances, and you know, like how we're opening up to to different influences influences when we are ready in a way. Um, I think that's how I'm I'm kind of trying to see it <laughs> as you explain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, so, look, getting into the archetypes, there are twelve main archetypes that are divided into into four cardinal points, right? So if you imagine a wheel, and then that wheel is divided into four sections. And the four sections, each section is also is divided into three subsections. So if you think of it like a piece of a pie, the pie is divided into quarters, and then each quarter is divided into three sections. And the, the four sections, so that four, each four pieces of the pie, One piece represents the spiritual journey. The other piece represents the need for structure. The third piece represents our connection to others. And that fourth piece represents our desire to leave a mark on the world. And then the three subcategories which are inside each one of those pieces 
represent self, ego, and soul. Okay? I know this all is a bit confusing, but uh, it's much easier to understand when you see a visual. So I think, Marianne, I'm going to post a picture on our Instagram page and our Facebook page for everyone mm. to see. It's, def- it's definitely Great easier to, when mm-hmm. you can visualize it. Yeah. Yes, um, sure. So today we're going to get into the hero, which falls into the category of our desire to leave a mark and which falls into that that little pot of the ego. So, um, Marianne, would you like to get into uh, the topic of the hero and tell everybody what the characteristics are of this archetype? Mm, definitely, yes. Uh, um, well, I got really excited when we chose uh, archetypes to be one of our returning series, Ryan, um, because although I've, I've known about archetypes for, for many years, I read about it a long time ago, but my knowledge has been mainly on a surface level, maybe knowing about one or two of them. But, but when I first started researching for today's show, I realized that there may be different uses of the archetypes, which actually confused me a little bit. So it was really interesting for me to dig further to see what archetypes really are and how we can actually use the knowledge to explore ourselves and human nature in general, I suppose, and you know, understanding people around us. Um, and I know you already deal with the archetypes in your work, Ryan, uh, your intentional creativity art workshops, where people get the chance to meet and, and get to know their own archetype through your guided um, art, art therapy and, you know, and they find healing and release. And I just think it's a fascinating topic. And, and in my mind, I think we can all find something to relate to in, in the work with archetypes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, we don't call it art therapy, but we call it therapeutic art because um, art therapy has its mm-hmm. own kind of methods. But, um, right. yeah, with okay. the, the in- intentional creativity, we do go into the archetypes and we, we kind of do touch on the stories that each one brings to us and what we learn from them. And then in the end, you leave like with this really lovely painting that you've created and um, something that you've written up that reminds you of that journey with that archetype. So. Well, I think this, this it's really fascinating, actually. Um, and I love that art can be a part of this, you know, this whole um, process and journey. And, it, you know, very liberating once, you know, you, you set something free. Um, so, but let's, let's jump right back into our topic and see what the hero is all about, the archetype of the hero. Um, so when we hear the word hero, we may first think about movie characters or characters from books that we have read, or we may think of daily life heroes, people that have done something extraordinary, like a fireman who has saved people or animals, or someone who has stood up for the rights of many people, or a parent who, in the eyes of their child, is a hero for, for saving the day. But in the world of uh, Carl Jung's archetypes, the hero is defined as uh, the champion, the defender, the rescuer, and there are many uh, more other words that describe the hero, such as the warrior, the superhero, the crusader, the dragon slayer, and the winner, and the team player. So the hero is someone who is full of courage and has a force of will. And I found a lot of great websites on the Jungian 
archetypes. Uh, and there's this really brief but very cool website at um, connorneal.com. Uh, I think we're going to leave all the, the websites that we mentioned today, we're, we're going to leave links to them definitely in uh, our description. But um, this one gives you a great overview of the 12 archetypes, what they each work on realizing, much like what you were describing earlier on, Ryan, um, and also what the strengths and weaknesses are or challenges of each archetype. So it also explains that the hero archetype is based in the ego uh, and that they're motivated by fulfilling their desire to leave a mark on the world. Um, so they are seeking mastery and they're seeking to overcome obstacles and achieve their goals. It's, so they're very action and direction oriented people, right, Ryan? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, as you're, as you're speaking about this, I can actually see a lot of this in myself, Marianne, and, um, <laughs> and I can actually recognize this in some, some of the people that I know. So it's really fascinating. Right, yeah. Well, that, that's great that, you know, you can recognize um, it in yourself also. It, it, it's part of what we're talking about today also, that how, you can, how we can use the, the information. So, um, so I just wanted to give everybody also some examples of heroes in, in movies and in books, and I'm hoping you can all relate to at least some of the characters. If I mention Superman, um, Harry Potter, Frodo in Lord of the Rings, um, Neil in The Matrix, and John McClane in Die Hard. I mean, these are all regular people, people who lead pretty standard lives when we first meet them, except maybe Superman and Harry Potter, <laughs> who have these, you know, super special skills to begin with. But these examples of characters all match this other definition I came by on a website called uh, literaryterms.net. And it says that the essence of the hero in movies and books is usually a normal guy or girl who is suddenly called to adventure and in the end must confront their darkest fear in a conflict that deeply transforms them. And I just mentioned this, Ryan, because I think it leads right into what is called the hero's journey, which again is a metaphor for the life journey that the hero archetype goes through. And in our reality, in our world, they're, of course, not slaying dragons or climbing volcanoes to save the world, but the challenge for the hero archetype is facing the unconscious side of themselves, a, a darker side sometimes, and overcoming it in order to realize what they're truly made of, their core, and to realize their potential, or their full potential as a, as a human being. Marianne, I really love that concept of the hero's journey. You know, as you're speaking about it, it reminds me of that call to adventure, that wanting to, you know, to seek that purpose or that meaning in life and, and the successes and failures that we kind of go through as we go throughout our life. And then there's that, you know, that metaphorical death of ourself that we face, right? Right before there's that rebirth and that transformation that happens and, and before we kind of return back home from that journey, you know, and we've gone through this entire experience. We have all these stories to tell. And um, I'm sure there are a lot of movies and books um, where we can see this hero's journey take place. And, um, and maybe we can even recognize that in our own lives as well. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Um, well, let's get into, guys, how we can use the hero archetype to motivate us. So the hero is known for its bravery, 
for its philanthropic nature. And so when I think um, of this archetype, I think it can help us gain, you know, it's about gaining courage that we might need to push us a little bit further, right, to step out of our comfort zone and to go for something that we really want or to make a, a change in the world that we feel that we want to make, either, you know, it could be just even in our small own, the bubble of our world, or it could be on a greater scale with the larger community. Um, but the hero also has that real symbolic little child inside of us that kind of wants to step out and to make that move or to prove to ourselves or to our family that we're capable of doing it on our own, right? And, and when I say this, I think of, like, teenagers especially because, you know, the teenagers, Marianne, I know you and I are going through this <laughs> personally. We feel this <laughs> with our own children yes. wanting to, you know, mm-hmm. show us that they're, they can do it on their own. We don't need you anymore, Mom. You know, like, we do need you, but we don't need you in the same way, right? So it's like that wanting to right. step mm-hmm. out and make it on their own. And, um, and that's where I kind of think we kind of, bounce around between archetypes, right? So, like, sometimes we might not be embodying that hero archetype, or our children might not be, but then there's a moment where they might have to put on that hero hat and, you know, to get, to get through whatever life challenges they may be facing. And, um, and then we can, you know, imagine them going out and they've put on that hero hat, they're stepping out of their comfort zone, they're defeating that monster or slaying that dragon, whatever that obstacle may be, you know, having to go to university for the first time and leave home, right? That could be the monster. Or, you know, learning to ride the city bus by themselves, that could be the dragon that they're slaying. So, you know, the hero can be us trying to prove something to ourselves and prove something to others. Um, Or even just to recognize, if you recognize this hero archetype within yourself, um, you might be able to to recognize some of these qualities that you're playing out in your life. So, um, Marianne, would you like to tell us, you know, because we've talked about how the hero can be, you know, that brave one who wants to step out, who wants to make a mark, who wants to show the world that they're capable. But can you tell us a little bit about the challenges or that shadow side of the hero and how we might see that show up? Yeah, sure, Ryan. I'd like to. I, I'd love to. Um, I just wanted to, to comment on what you just said with, um, you know, the, the taking the bus for the first time or going off to the university, and and that in in the way that is kind of a, a dragon or a monster that they have to slay. And I think it's just so, you know, great that then drawing on these um, characteristic traits that uh, that the hero embodies, you know, like that you. You, you feel you, you could almost feel the the courage inside you, and you're driven by this. Um, uh, you you want to leave a mark on the world, or you want to sh- to prove that you're current, you, you you're you're brave, and all these things. And I think it's just it's a really good example of how you can draw on these characteristic traits of the archetypes in what you're doing, so in, to help you move through things. You know, so I really like your examples there. <laughs> so, but um, on the other side of the coin, as you just mentioned, there's also some challenges. Of Each archetype has some challenges. And again, I'm going to lean on some of these uh, great websites out there, Ryan. And um, so, and we'll leave the, the, the links to the website so anyone who's interested in doing more research on their own will have something to, to start off with right there. So some of the challenges the hero archetypes face are uh, that they may be prone to black and white thinking 
in understood that in the way that they may need sometimes uh, need help in finding and seeing alternative ways of reaching their goal. They, they may have their mindset on one way of getting there, but may actually be able to benefit from being open to explore some alternative ways of reaching their goal. Um, another challenge the hero might face is a superiority complex and uh, uh, arrogance. The hero may think that they know best and they may think that they, only their skills and strengths can get to the bottom of the case. Which leads into a third challenge the hero may be facing, which kind of ties in with the other two that I just mentioned, and that is being unwilling or at least reluctant to accept help when a group approach is actually best. Um, the fourth challenge of the hero may be that they may be a bit foolish at times, as in not seeing clearly and not thinking things through properly, like taking unnecessary risks. And finally, the fifth challenge I'm going to mention today is the the hero uh, archetype type may face a an inner wound that may take a lot of different healing modalities and approaches to overcome and release in order to get to that pure core of themselves. And I guess that would require an amount of surrendering to seeking help from others and also to admitting to them themselves that they that they do have their soft spots as well. Yeah, and I think, you know, that can be really challenging, especially for the hero, because it is driven by the ego, right? So it's hard for them to, right. to do that when, when their ego is, is pushing them to. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. And, um, you know, Ryan, I was just thinking, I know you've kind of touched upon it already, but um, I was thinking now, do, do you think an archetype, uh, or do you know if an archetype sticks with you for all of your life? You know, like um, you know, like the zodiac signs, if you're Scorpio, then you're always a Scorpio. But with the archetypes, and I know that you mentioned sometimes they, they can pop in, in and out of your life. Um, so, so... Is that how how it works? You think um, so? It's not one set archetype through our our lives that follow us. I don't know, Marianne. I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I think um, you know, like we mentioned uh, before, it's um, it's kind of like that ebb and flow. And I think we kind of go in and out of archetypes, so or we can like wear an arch- a different hat, and maybe we have one that takes mm-hmm. that center stage. You know, I'm thinking of it like a a theater performance, right? Like one of them is the main character. And then maybe we have others that are just kind of like supporting actors or actresses in the background. But, um, yeah, I don't think that, um, I don't know. It's, I mean, that's just my belief. But um, it's definitely a good question mm. and something to think about. Yes, um, I was just pondering. So it's, it's good to hear your, what, what do you think about this also? <laughs> but, um you know, as I quoted earlier, the, the hero's uh, main feat is to overcome that monster of darkness, which is, uh, in psychological terms, it's a metaphor for the internal battle that um, Jung also explained of making the unconscious in themselves uh, conscious. So it's really all about becoming aware of whatever is present in our unconscious world, all the hidden treasures and skills that are there, but also all the monsters, you know, the dark sides of of ourselves. And the way a person battles them and the desire to conquer and win and rescue is what defines someone as the hero archetype. Hmm. 
so the archetype um, can show up in our life, you know, you guys, in our family dynamics. It can show up in uh, a relationship. You know, you may see it in your husband. You may see it in your child. And I think by being aware of it, you will know kind of where somebody else is coming from, you know, with their desire to want to, to go out and to explore or to have their own journey. You know, as we said, with our own teenage children, we feel that. Um, you may see that in your family relationships. You may see it in yourself, right? So remember, this is an archetype that wants to go out, and they want to make a mark on the world, right? So I want to kind of show you how you can see this archetype show up in family and work and relationships and business. Um, and I think by, by knowing that, it gives us a little bit more compassion when we're dealing with other people, right? So you might feel, oh, well, while they're, they may seem like they're being arrogant or they're being, you know, very, um, you know, like they know it all. But it's really just knowing that these people have this desire to make a mark. They have this desire to change things and to, to make a lasting impression, right? And they, you know, some of them, because they're driven by that ego subcategory, um, they may be perceived as being arrogant or, or perceived as having that uh, weakness, but it's just because it's part of their character, right? They want to be known for something. They want to have mastery over something in their life. And um, as I was researching the hero in the business uh, area, I came across an article in the Hartford.com that said that um, the hero archetype can be seen in companies. Now, Marianne, I found this interesting because I don't know much about business and I don't know much about marketing. Um, but when I read about these archetypes in those areas, it immediately I was like, oh, yeah, that definitely makes sense, right? So, like, for example, the hero can be seen in BMW, right? So BMW is considered the hero archetype. Uh, Nike and uh, Duracell, the batteries, right? So they represent mm -hmm. wanting to make a positive mark on the world and the desire to inspire others or the desire to solve problems. And I found that really, really interesting. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, when you go around and you see different brands and different uh, businesses, it's interesting to, you know, once we go through the entire 12 archetypes in our series, it'll be interesting to see all the different businesses and how they, they represent. And I'm sure that people who study business may already know this because I think it's quite a, um, a familiar uh, concept in marketing. But right. uh, it was new to me, mm -hmm. so I thought it was interesting to share. <laughs> yeah, but, definitely, um, definitely. Well, I think, you know, I hope everybody was able to uh, learn something new today about archetypes and learn something new in, uh, about um, the characteristics, the desires, the goals of the archetype of the hero. And um, I just kind of want to sum it up for you right now. So we've touched on that the, the hero archetype is driven by a desire to um, make an impact in the world. Uh, they want to leave a mark. They can be competent, they can be courageous, they can be brave, um, but they can also be a bit arrogant, and they can also, uh, you know, always want to fight a battle, right? So they're always, <laughs> there's always that urge in them, to, to, which can be seen as a, a good thing or as a shadow side. Um, but they're also known as being that warrior, that crusader, the rescuer, the superhero, the dragon slayer, right? And... Um, 
yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up, what we've discussed tonight. Yes, Ryan, um, I think so. And um, I, I was just thinking also, sitting here thinking, listening to what you're saying, um, and also I, I thought um, maybe there is somebody out there who would, who, who's wondering uh, how do I find out what my dominant archetype is. And I don't know if there's, um, I mean, I, I came across a website and uh, I tried it myself. And it's, it's, I don't know how professional it is and how, you know, <laughs> um, serious you, you should take it. But uh, I'm, I'm, we're going to leave the, the link. So you can all try and go on it and, and take the, the quiz and see what kind of archetype uh, comes out. And see, just try to see how, how you think it fits um, it describes your, yourself. So we're, we're going to leave a link like that as well. Oh, that would be great. Definitely. I think I'm going to try that as well. I didn't get to do it. I'm going to try it and see what it's like. Uh, well, guys, with that, I think we're going to thank you all for staying with us today. And if you have any comments or questions, you can leave us an email at inspirationallivingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Inspirational Living Podcast. And with that, we're going to leave you with our roomy quote, the inspiration you seek is already within you. Have a good day, everyone. Good night, everyone.